From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Are we celebrating today? Are we? We celebrating today. We're doing that. It's my boo's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Roz. Thank you very much. How do you feel, buddy, on your birthday? So I know we just recently had this conversation on the show. Of? And I know... I was trolled because my memory is terrible and I forget, I forget things and it was made a big deal of. And then I know we all had a big laugh when I found out that I legit don't know if today I'm 47 or 48. Oh my God, dude, come on, do the math. I know, but I just thought about it now because I was going to post something. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I don't, am I 48 today? Is that the deal? You're 47 today. I'm 47 today. Yes. No jokes? I swear. Really? Yeah. I thought 48. I thought 48. No, we trolled you by making you think that you're 48. No, no, right. no. You trolled him. I actually legit thought it was 48. Okay, so hold on. I'm still, now I'm still very confused. I am Shem. You're not 50? Shut up. What is the matter with you? When did you become that guy? It's a birthday, man. Yeah, you don't become that guy on somebody's birthday. Of you do. Jeez, man. You save that for like the day I get a raise. Yes. <laughs> know what I'm saying? All right. well, today you are 47. Thank you very much. I feel dynamite today. I woke up. I had a great morning. Uh, everything is going uh, A-OK so far. I'm happy to be spending it with, uh, with you guys and everybody who listens oh, to this thanks. show. Um, so yeah, or even I'm, tried uh, to comb his hair today for you. Try, I don't know what's going on with your hair today, more looks like grass. Well, I just have to sort of brush it to one side. I have like but, a, but you have, a comb over, you have <laughs> no, one piece that's like sticking straight up, though. Where's that? No, 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 over, over, no, no other, other side. side, other side, other side, other yeah, side, back. Other side. No, back, yeah, oh, close. Ah, oh, 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 that's where my car headrest is. No, 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 no. no. if you're believe me, oh, honestly, I can see, oh. No, if you're, if, if, just a little bit more to the left, little to the up. No. Okay, okay now, now it's now that's better. Wow. Oh, and for your birthday, I parked in your spot. Uh, no, you didn't. Oh, I thought I did. No, <laughs> weirdo. Talk about bad. I know. I know. And why would you do that anyway? Right? Yeah. Like we all park in the same spots every day. Every day. Right. Every day we all come in and we all park in the same spots. It's not that there are assigned spots, but routine is routine, and it's what makes you comfortable. And when it's there, it's there, and it's just the way we do. Right. Yeah. But so why would you park in my spot yeah, on my like birthday? You'd pull like, in and we could just like our cars could be close for a few hours. No, but that's just me. That's rude. Mm-hmm. Like on the guy's birthday. Rude. Happy birthday! I'm gonna make your. I'm gonna start your day off, making you feel <laughs> off. Yeah, by birthday. making you feel off. Right? Shem said you were. 50. We're not talking about that right now. You but look yeah, why? Though, why would you shut up, Shem? <laughs> man, I'm telling you right now, dude. Shem, okay, you have to put in some extra hours at church <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, man. I'm telling you, they're gonna kick you out. <laughs> You're going to sing a hymn for me. Yeah. <laughs> a couple. Yeah. Uh, but no, it is my birthday. Uh, I appreciate all of you. Um, How do you feel? Oh, my God. Right now, every time you open your mouth, I age a year. I swear to oh, God. No. I swear to God. So, I that, swear to God. In that case, happy 60th. Thank <laughs> you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Happy birthday, Roz. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Celebrating big today. Uh, David Mori has asked for some time on the show. I have no idea what he's doing. Oh, no. So just to be clear, I have nothing to do with this. (laughs) That's fine. Except. That's fine. That's fine. fine. Giving David Mori some time here. My my gift to you, Mori, is, uh, is minutes on the show. And looking at me. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. You also oh. get to stare at me. Okay. Oh, so what do so you, uh, what do you got planned, Mark? Okay. So for Roz's birthday, you know, I always do like a poem or a song or yes. what have you. Yes. So this year for your birthday, it's going to require a little bit of acting. I don't know if you're capable. Uh, me acting. I have to work on my birthday. Oh, yeah. man. Disaster. So, Next time you got to let I me know what you're going to do. do this. Okay. So what for Roz's planning? birthday, yes, yes, yes. I'm love. treating Roz as though he were a product. Okay. Okay. So I'm taking us into the boardroom of R&M Advertisional Society. Okay? okay. Like you're an advertising agency. You're, you're pitching me. I'm pitching you are the boardroom. Okay. And I'm pitching you guys these three jingles. Okay. As though it's a uh, the product's birthday. Okay. Wow, this is the most Hold complicated. on, it's the product's birthday? Okay, hold on. Like here. Are you adver- pitching a product? No, it's like the anniversary sale of these products. Okay, okay. I don't know what you're talking wow. about. Okay. But maybe it'll make sense after you do one. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, 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 okay. So what, do you want us to, to react? Yeah, like, like you're like, I'm, uh, this is the pitch meeting. Okay, so me and Mocha are, we're madmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, I got you. I never saw the show. Same. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Number one. Go ahead. What? You have my music bands. Oh, right. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> That's what I say. You gotta give me all the details, bro. All right. Ready? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Cuddle and snuggle him whenever you want. It's the almost 50th birthday sale. Grumpy, one of a kind, cuddly Roz. Mmm. <laughs> You know, wait. So you, I am the product. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you're so pitching me. The, yes, this was the the, the product is yeah. a cuddly, grumpy toy. Okay. Okay. The next one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. He's almost fifty years. Here's the bearded man of your dreams. He's wearing Roz tight jeans. Roz, the tight jeans company. <laughs> okay. I got my own jean line now? Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't mind that. Oh, you're like a Kardashian. Yeah, it's better than giving somebody a doll of me. Nobody would want that. <laughs> what do you even do with a doll like that? You snuggle and cuddle him whenever you want. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh, you have another? Yeah, number okay. three. Number three. Here we okay. go. Cooking dinner and you're feeling Okay, hold on. Thr- <laughs> okay. <laughs> practice, man. You need to practice this stuff. Okay, go ahead. Come in here. Go ahead. I'm okay. loving it. I'm Ready? loving it. I'm loving it. Go ahead. One, two, yes. three. Cooking dinner and feeling thrifty Gotta buy the meat turning almost 50 Salty and super moist If you're feeling, if you're looking for some meat Then you've got one choice Raw's meat Raw's Go get meat. some raw's meat Raw's meat I, I guess I'm with Shem on that I'll applaud to that That's Shem, So Shem is what you wanted the judges That's your favorite raw's meat the, Well let's, let's be careful now <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you had to spend, uh, if you guys had to spend your money, if you had to go do you for hear one them of these, again? Uh, no, just so the one was the doll, right? I can do the doll again. The doll, and then the jeans, and then Roz meat. Roz meat, right? Mm, um, I'm gonna, st- I'm, I'm gonna. Let go me hear with- the jeans one again. Let yeah. me hear okay. the jeans one okay. again. Okay, okay ready? Jeans one Here we again. go. Yeah. One, two, three. He's almost fifty years. He's the bearded man of your dreams. He's wearing Roz tight jeans. Roz, the tight jeans company. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. But I mean, let I me hear the, number one. Let me hear the doll one again. Yeah. Let me hear the doll one again. 
cuddle and snuggle him whenever you want. It's the almost 50th birthday sale. Grumpy, one of a kind, cuddly Roz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might like cuddly Fire. Roz. I'm that. changing, yeah. I'm changing Same. my answer. Same. Happy birthday, okay. Roz. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz, are you ready for more birthday celebration oh, stuff? Oh, yes, sir. Today's Roz's birthday, by the way. Let me go through a couple of texts. Thank you. Trev just said, uh, happy birthday, Roz. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cheers. Enjoy your birthday. Thank you. Um, Let me see here. What else? Happy birthday, Roz. Are you in your mid-50s now? Wow, that's like so rude, man. Why you got to say that? As hot as you are. You're officially out of the acceptable age age range to be my crush now. What? It's a little too quote daddy issues. But happy birthday, love, Kara. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not that old. Uh, happy birthday, Roz. I hope I see you bust a wine today. <laughs> you know I will. Uh, Roz, this is Ryan from Guelph wishing you a happy birthday. Thank you, Ryan from Guelph. Leanna says, happy birthday, Roz. Thank you, Leanna. Happy birthday, Roz. Have an amazing day. Hopefully, uh, everyone will say that you are their favorite today. You think that's going to happen? No. Uh, Debbie Butler says, happy birthday, Roz. Have a fabulous day. Much love. Thank you, Debbie Butler. Uh, somebody also said a happy dirty 30, Roz. Wow. Um, this person did not leave uh, their name but happy birthday Roz hope you have a great day always a laugh listening to you and Mocha every day so 925555 Shem has also asked for time on the show oh here we go I am being spoiled today oh yeah damn it Maury came through big time what do you got today, Shem? Well, Roz, you know on the show, I sing. Yes, you do. Quite often. And I've been singing a lot to the ladies. Yeah. And I think for your birthday, it's time to sing a song for you. Shouldn't have worn my tight jeans today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this song is a, is a parody to a very popular song that we play here on Kiss. Okay. Uh, I want you to listen to the words. Okay. There are, uh, they're very meaningful. Right off the top, I think you'll love it. I'm getting trolled so hard right now. Do you not know when I know I'm getting trolled? Well... Please. You'll okay, see. go ahead. Okay. Mocha? Yeah. So I guess you're 55. Senior discount. I can't believe you've been alive so long. Whoa. We are grateful, Roz. Don't get me wrong. Holy cow, you're tall. Damn tree. Mocha is my fave. And he's so cute. That's because we are about the same age. Millennials. And he actually bathes. And he returns call. Like a left foot red. Ooh, you got me feeling like you're a damn good guy. Yeah. Who is six foot five. Whoa. Been around for a while. You're a crusty guy. You give great advice. You don't wash your face. Your legs off and you ain't right. You're getting older and even bitter When you're cutting the grass You're the top of the class Just don't let it get to your head Cause you're still a big Ross, we love you, happy birthday, my guy You're getting older and even bitter You neglected by you, you're Smooth, cool dude But there is nothing that can change How much we all love you Wow, 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 incredible Incredible. What do you think of that? Mildly hurtful, but incredible. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Jen. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Oh my gosh. I'm so good. How are you guys? Good. Uh, so, Jen, it is my birthday. You know that, right? Yes. Happy birthday, Roz. Okay. So I want to um, read everybody this. You wrote me this. Uh, hey, Roz, just wanted to let you know that I will be having my third child on October 22nd. Hey! <laughs> you said, I realize I will also, it'll also share the same birthday as you after I booked it, and I can't be more happy. This will be my third C-section surgery. Uh, the hospital asked me... Uh, uh, to move it to the Wednesday earlier, and I flat out refused. Uh, big fan, been listening to you guys for a long time. I'm saving the Friday podcast to listen to before the surgery. Uh, by the way, you're my favorite. Love you guys. Thanks for making our mornings entertaining. Love the podcast. I've also had my son uh, listen to you guys, and he thinks you are hilarious. Oh my! God. Uh, so you're going to be? Uh, when is it? Uh, when is it all happening? When are you? When are you going to have the baby? Uh, 2 p.m. this afternoon. 2 p.m. this afternoon. So when the doctor yeah. suggested that you uh, deliver the baby or you have your surgery on Wednesday and you said, mm-hmm. no, I'm waiting till f- I want it Friday, is it because of Roz's birthday? Like you want your third child to share the same birthday as Roz? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that you are, Jen, I'll tell you right now, you are my favorite birthday present ever so Aww. far. Oh, yay. <laughs> I have never, I've never felt, uh, I've never felt better. There is a fan. We should talk to this other fan. We should get you guys to start a club or something. Um, there was another fan that named her son Weston. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because of you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, she sent me that message like a, better, a little over a year ago. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, it was really cool. Uh, this is, I, I can't even, I can't even tell you. This is hands down, pants down, my favorite uh, birthday gift uh, that anybody could have ever given to me and uh, love you so much. Oh, uh, thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> How are you feeling, Jen? Uh, I'm okay. Just tired and very, very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what you're, do you know, do you, did you guys find out what you're having? Yeah, we're having a boy. A boy. Hey. And what do you nice. have? What do you got at home already? I have a boy and a girl. Oh. And so this is my next boy. Oh. Okay, so do you have a name planned out? Are you going to keep with the uh, Roz Weston theme here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Roz. Oh, my oh, God. What? See, that's a, I'll tell you, that's a tough name for a boy. It's like naming your kid Sue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's really, uh, it's fan, so fantastic. And so you're saving the podcast, Um so are you saving the podcast for like after you're out or are you going to save the podcast for before they put you uh, they put you under? Well, I have to come two hours early. So I have a couple hours to kill before. Oh, I gotcha, 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 gotcha. And uh, and then so so this is your you said your third C-section, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all uh, my kids. Yeah. And then so the process then is like how long are you in the hospital for after that generally? Usually it's just a day. Yeah. And then what's your recovery yeah. time like? That's a massive thing to go through a C-section. Uh, four to six week recovery. Oh my God. And what do you do during that four to six weeks? You just stay home. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. How old are your other kids? I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old at home. Oh my God. Your wow. house is so, I don't even know where you live and I know your house is too loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's very busy. That is very, over the next uh, next few months, you're going to be like the, the, the most common thing that you're going to be saying in the house is, shh, 
the baby sleeping. Oh my god. Oh yes. Are yeah. they are the are the other kids excited? Uh yeah, they are. Well, the one year old doesn't really know, but the six year old is. The six year old is okay. Jen, thank you so much. You are the absolute best. I know you guys are too. Thank you, and Aww. happy birthday, Roz. Thank you so much. And congratulations love. to you and your family, Jen. We love you. Thank you. Love you too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. He's back at it again. Who is? One of your favorite people that has been a supporter of the Raza Mocha Show since the very, very beginning. Oh. Part of the Raza Mocha Show family. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'll just tell you, it's Caillou. Car- oh. Caillou is back <laughs> with another song. Uh, if you don't know about Caillou, from the very first day that we started the Raza Mocha Show, yes. uh, we've been hearing from somebody who claims to be Caillou. So this is a long troll job, like a uh, long, I mean, over a decade this long. This is a 12-year troll yeah. job, bro. And I was I was one of the first people, I know it's real, like, in, you know, it's real trendy to hate Caillou, but I was railing against Caillou well over a decade ago because mm-hmm. I just discovered it because I just had a kid at that time. And then somebody started a Twitter account called what is it called the real caillou Caillou. the real caillou and then this person whoever was behind this twitter account um real underscore right they claim to be caillou and that i was their father Uh and they've spent uh, 12 years trolling me and writing songs and sending them in and mocha gets great joy in uh in playing them right songs like this Roz is the man who's old he keeps breaking his toe he's not very smart though he's my father so many scarves to choose leather pants and ugly shoes thank god no one sees him on the radio Roz lessons aging getting grumpier each day Pomori and Moke are his only two friends Dissing Roz not so tough because he is so messed up but I can still love him he's my father, 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 my father. Daddy. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hit him with the daddy. <laughs> daddy. Uh, a couple other classics to run through real quick. Oh. Yeah, Mocha's not bad. Mocha's not bad, but he ain't my daddy. Baby, I don't need my father to grow up tonight. Oh, who could forget this one? Why the long face? You think the fact that I'm your son is a disgrace? I may be spoiled, a little bit whiny, but I think you're just jealous because your head ain't as shiny. But whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Take a deep breath and look at your own flaws. Anyway. I just want to add, no matter what happens, I still love, love you, Dad. So Listen. this is 12 years now. Uh-huh. And that's if why, you, and that's and why I know all the words. And literally, if you find that Twitter account, um, it is 12 years of... You can go on, and it's all there. It's 12 years of trolling me. Yo, real Twelve, Caillou? Like, Fam. Yo. Got his own SoundCloud. <laughs> Shut up. I swear. Where do you think Caillou's all these a SoundCloud songs? rapper? Yes. Where do you think all these songs exist? All right. So we got a new one for you. Uh, from Caillou. Oh, no. And this one's just called uh, Caillou, Your Baby. 
I know you miss me every day. Child support bills are the thing you gotta pay now. You think you're sly, but you ain't. Everybody knows you've got two kids in this town. <laughs> I'm your boy, I'm your boy, you're a sweetie. My head's shiny, yours is greasy. I love your style, though. Emo walks her wannabe. I'm a girl, roses man, no apologies. I know you're a little bit crazy, crazy. You said you love me so, then left me, left me. Come on, Toronto. Everybody sing it. Can I use your baby? I just want to tweet it. Can I use your baby? Come on, let me hear it. Can I use your baby? Oh, I really mean it. Roz is my dog. Everybody sing it. Can I use your baby? I just want to tweet it. Can I use your baby? Roz is my dad. I got the things, the things that you lack. Hey, tell me what's your deal. Shemimoka told me you're just a third wheel. You got a naked back, signing up is an ordeal. But you can't deny that your love for me is real. But wait, yo, daddy, why do you like dressing tacky? Just expose your hair too long, you're really wacky. Wow. Oh, you're not exactly a smarty butt. Roz and Caillou Weston, it's a family party. I know deep inside you miss me, miss me. But ten years ago, you dissed me, dissed me. And now you regret it. You know you can't deny. Everybody sing it. Can I use your yeah, baby? Okay, you look so defeated. Can I use your baby? Everybody tweet it. Can I use your baby? Oh, I really mean it. Can I use your baby? Everybody sing it. Can I use your baby? I just want to sing it. Can I use your baby? Come on, everybody. Can I use your baby? I've got the things that you lack. Wow. Okay. I'm glad to see Caillou's production. Uh, Skills and boy clapping in there. <laughs> yeah, and the, the worst, it's so funny. It's uh, the worst singer I've ever met in my life. Damn it, Maury loves this. Loves this. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Michelle, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What is it that you need fixing with in your life? <laughs> I had a dream and my boyfriend is going to be in so much trouble. You had a dream and your boyfriend's going to be in so much trouble? Oh, what? God. Uh, you wrote us this. <laughs> Yo, you must listen to this show live. You know how much Roz loves dreams. <sighs> Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Is it sane of me to get mad at my partner for something they did in a dream of mine? Can I sit them down and explain why I'm upset or should I keep this to myself? What mm. was the dream? I mean, I basically had a dream about my partner cheating on me and I just woke up furious. Furious at him? Yes. Because now- of your dream? Yes. Okay, in your dream, did you know the other person, the other woman or guy? I don't know what it was. No, I did not. Okay. Okay. What's your relationship like, you and your boyfriend? Uh, we've been together for six years. Uh-huh. And we, I think we're pretty good. Hold on. Yeah. I, I don't know why Mocha's going down this road. To answer your question, <laughs> no, it's not sane to get mad at your boyfriend for something he did in your dream. But I feel like my feelings are valid. Your, of course. But why? But why? 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 What do you mean your feelings are valid? Your feelings of what? Make believe? <laughs> no, but even though, like, we've been together for six years, and there has to be something triggering it, and I feel like he's responsible for it. Do you think that he's gonna? Do you think that he's gonna cheat on you? Like in real life? I don't know. It's it's very possible. No, no, no. But or or sorry, let me rephrase that. Have you in the past six years of your relationship thought that your boyfriend was gonna cheat on you? No. So you? Oh my god. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot believe I cannot believe Yo, Ross is so mad right now. I, I can't believe that that we are at a point right now okay yes. of you got to stop reading things where people are are uh speaking their truths and stuff like that okay 
You spend too much time on listening to that. I can't believe we're having a conversation of, but my feelings are real too. When you had a dream that your partner cheated on you and now they're responsible. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, since, Michelle, Michelle, Girl. Michelle. Since having the dream, right? Yeah. Uh, how has your relationship been? Have you been acting different around him? Have you been like snapping at him or like ignoring him? Like, has, has there been any noticeable change in your attitude towards your boyfriend? Um, I think that day I was definitely very petty with him. Oh yeah. wow! So did he um, notice, or did he ask you about it? What was wrong? He did. Uh-huh. Um, I said it was fine and kind of slept it off that day, and we just never brought it up again. Yeah, I could understand having this conversation if you said, um, I have trust issues with my boyfriend. He has been, uh, over the course of the last little while, give me, giving me plenty of reasons to think that um, my trust issues are valid. And it's gotten to the point of where I can't even have a good night's sleep without dreaming of him uh, cheating on me. But that's not the case, is it? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so, like, no real-world, real-life kind of insecurities about your relationship or about your boyfriend when he's not around you? Uh, no, not okay. really. Who's more likely to cheat in this relationship, if you had to be honest? Oh, you, you, or your boy, you or your boyfriend? I'd say him. Really? Yeah. But he hasn't given you any signs that he would want to cheat on you, though. Um, maybe not recently. Oh, my God. Okay, you had... <laughs> Just that one time in my dream. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, had, you had a dream, yeah. okay? That is all on you. Okay, I want to know what Mocha thinks. Yo, let it go. Let it go. Uh, it was a dream, Michelle. If you had a dream that your boyfriend uh, quit his job, right? Would you wake up the next day and say, baby, you got to go look for work today? Uh... Probably, yes. No, you wouldn't because he didn't quit his job. <laughs> now you're just what? coming up with excuses. If you had a dream, what's your favorite thing in the house? What's your favorite possession? Um, my television. Your television. <laughs> wow. Okay. So if you had a dream where your boyfriend ripped it off the wall and smashed it across the coffee table, okay? Or even accidentally, he was bringing your other favorite thing in the house and he accidentally bumped your favorite thing, which is the television. And the television uh, fell off whatever it was on and smashed, right? And then you had that dream. You woke up the next morning, and the television was completely fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It's still there where you left it. Works perfectly. None of it happened. Would you give your boyfriend hell for breaking your television? I guess not. You guess not? I guess not. No. Yeah, I think we need to talk to him. I, I'm waiting. I, I bet you. I bet you tomorrow. I bet you tomorrow we uh, get an FML from some guy who's like, "Yo, my <laughs> girlfriend is nuts." <laughs> Girl's mad at me for something. She's mad at me in her dream. <laughs> yes. Michelle, let it go. Live your life and uh, just don't don't sweat it. Okay. But you honestly think you're right. I do. You I do. Think my feelings are valid. What no, do you mean your not. feelings are valid? Have you talked to your friends about this and what have they said? Uh, a bunch of my girlfriends have agreed and that they've done the same thing. Yeah, you need oh, new friends. Man, you guys got it. You 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 guys got it. You are not living in reality, man. Yeah, that's you are, weird. You and all your friends are not living in any sort of reality. Getting that's mad at somebody for something they did weird. in the dream. I mean, okay, was, what if I just woke up mad and I was mad for, I guess, that day? And then after that, it was just fine. Yeah, but you're, you're, that's not what you're asking, though. You're but asking you're if still, you should sit him down yeah. and, and lecture him. You're still pretty upset if you're on the phone with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. God. I mean, it still bothers me. Oh, my God. It was God. a freaking dream, Michelle. <laughs>
Hashtag, but my feelings are valid. Oh. <laughs> Michelle. Drop it, Michelle. Honestly. And don't listen to your dumbass friends either. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, Celine. Uh, Celine. Adele. 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 Uh, Adele did, uh, what is it called? 73 Questions with Vogue. Oh my God, I love these. See, I. You don't? No, I don't. I I know. I I love the concept. I love the concept. I just find that. um, I just find that the guy is a little too creepy sounding at times. Really? And I find that their answers, some people are better at delivering answers that sound not rehearsed than others. Mm. Some it, Sometimes oh. to me, the whole thing just reeks of like faux um, off the cuff, but it's, it's, it's very rehearsed. And oftentimes I find that very distracting, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I figured like all 73 of these questions had been submitted to they they the are but even the way advance, they walk around right? like oh what do you mean by that oh i mean like it's just they act their way through oh, it sometimes gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and i yeah, don't yeah. enjoy watching that right oh, okay um but uh but adele's were adele's were great because adele is adele mm-hmm. uh i don't know you just want to start plowing through some of these uh yeah. we'll get to, we'll get to the we'll save the celine one for last okay and i asked this question on behalf of fans everywhere okay. when are we going to see you next live or in concert on tour as soon as possible i'm, I'm ready to go really it's just up to covid so just yeah. keep on wearing your mask and don't be spreading that delta and who knows mm-hmm. oh okay there we go so as soon as covid's over <laughs> yeah oh no yeah. we're never gonna see a thank you concert. thank you thank you ah <laughs> oh, what's the strangest thing you've seen someone do at one of your shows a middle-aged woman drink too much, pass out, then piss herself while she got carried out. Oh no! <laughs> Vegas, obviously. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Oh no! Oh mom. Oh no! Yeah. That, I mean, I've been drunk in Vegas before, but not that drunk. No. I've had somebody throw up on me. Oof. In a club in Vegas. Yeah. That ain't good, huh? No, not no, at all. And because no. of that, then I threw up? <laughs> uh, this is Adele doing uh, 73 questions with Vogue, by the way. How has becoming a mom changed your songwriting? Um, I just don't really have much time to do it anymore. Mm. And what's the best advice your own mom gave you about parenting? To chill out and stop being so regimented with a routine. What's your happiest memory with your mom? Probably when she moved back in with me when I was 21. I was really falling apart, and she lovingly put me back together. So sweet. And I would assume that she's your roommate on the road when you're on tour? No, because she's still my mother, so she still thinks that she can tell me what to do. Oh, damn. So no, she just comes to the shows. It's always going to be like that. <laughs> oh, no, you got to keep mom at bay. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard you do a killer Al Pacino impression. Can you give me some of that? Yes, but it's, I think it's good. It's hoo-ha oh from his role as Winston Sentinel's woman. Maybe it's hanged. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so what's the Celine stuff that everyone's talking uh, about? Wait, well, get to get to the next one here. Get to um, Adele's top three. Uh, oh, okay, th- top three songs. Okay. Now, would you be able to rank the top three favorite songs that you've ever created? What are they? I'm going to mix them with what mine are and what the, what the fans are. I reckon. So I reckon someone like you would be number one. Mm-hmm. I think there's a new song on um, the new album that would be my number second or be my second one. And then when we were young. Right. I really love that song. I love singing it. It means a lot to me. Uh, and then so this comes down to her most prized possession. And um, out of all the things that I'm sure Adele has acquired over the years, uh, this one is quite incredible. What's the proudest possession that you own? 
It's actually inside. Oh. Let's go in. Okay, let's see. Okay, what do we have here? It's pretty amazing. All right. Celine Dion's gum. Oh, God. That's right. What's going on here? James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of, I, of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. <laughs> and it's my proudest possession. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> And you weird. should see the picture of it because it's a ripped-up piece of paper with Celine's gum right in the middle. Yeah. And James Corden just simply wrote, uh, Celine's gum, X-O, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar oh. sign. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Melissa, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How about you guys? Good, good. good. How well, old are you, girl? I'm 30. You're 30. Welcome to Roz yeah. and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Great to be on the show. <laughs> Where does your story start? Um, me and my sister, you know, we had like this custodial job. Um, we cleaned the branch after hours. Clean what branch? Like a bank? Yeah, like a bank branch. Okay. Like, okay. After hours. So, you know, we're in school. Like, best thing for us. What are your, some of the normal things that you have to do? Yeah. So, like, we, we like, clean the teller desks, uh, all their offices, mop the floors, um, things like that. Plus the pandemic enhanced cleaning. So, it's, like, extra, like, sure. touch points. Like, cleaning chairs. Frontline front worker doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So like that is a goes. hell of a story. Thank yeah. you for keeping the yeah. base clean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so so what happened? We got there with like any other normal day. We just got there uh, ready to do our job. Uh, we got there, started going down to the basement. So one thing about um, the story is that in the basement, the only people allowed down in the basement are the employees of the branch. And, of course, us, because our janitor room's down there, so we have to go get our supplies and things like that. Gotcha. Uh, so we started, we started going down, opened the janitor closet, and then as soon as we opened that janitor closet, there was this, like, giant smell. It reeked. We just looked at each other. What did it normally smell like in there? Like cleaning products, like any uh, floor cleaner um Windex. And so Pine when, stuff like that. Yeah. So when you guys yeah. open the door, what, so it wasn't that smell. What were you smelling? It was like walking into a public washroom. Let's just put it that way. Oh, oh. gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> so when we got into the janitor's room, we kind of like took a second to process what was going on. And then we looked down into the mop bucket and somebody had just taken a giant poo in the mop bucket. Ew! <laughs> That is so gross. <laughs> okay. So, wait, wait. Was the mop bucket... Disrespectful. What's so disrespectful? Um, <laughs> was the mop bucket, like, was there water in it or was it an empty mop bucket? It was an empty mop bucket. Oh, no! <laughs> Okay. Oh God! So that smell. Okay. Oh, okay. And, and was it just in the in the mop bucket? This is gonna. I, I have to ask this question. Okay. I know oh. it might be too much detail for people right now. Oh. Okay. But in the mop bucket, was it just the poo, or was there other stuff? Like, did it? Did it? Did it? Did you get the sense that they wiped? When we looked in there, it was just the poo. So there was no paper, no nothing. So okay. I'm assuming this person didn't wipe or okay. wiped somewhere else. Okay. Or on something else. Ew. So, so do, what do you guys do? Like, do you text someone? Like, do you text your boss? Do you get in touch with somebody at the bank? I mean, there's not much you can do right now. Yeah, so, like, we, we called our supervisor and we're like, listen, someone just pooed in our mop bucket. And mm -hmm. she's like, can you please send me a picture? A picture! Oh, no! <laughs> you gotta take a picture? Yeah. You don't want so, that existing on your phone, let alone the cloud. Low-key, though, so can like, you send it to me, too? 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't have it anymore. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Good for you. Okay, so you 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 take a picture of the turd in the mop bucket and you you send it to your boss. And what does your boss say? She confirms it's it is in fact a turd in the mop bucket. Yeah. So she okay. she started laughing on the phone. She's like, "This had to be an employee." I'm like, "Well, yeah, because they're the only ones available allowed downstairs." So she's kind of like, "Okay, well, we're gonna order you a new mop bucket. So just." Stay there and wait for it. <laughs> what do you do with the turd? She's like, oh, you know, like kind of laughing. She's like, just throw it out on garbage day. And throw I'm it like, out on garbage day? Oh, no. But the thing is, like, our garbage day is on Monday, and this incident happened on the Tuesday. So we had oh, a whole no! no! <laughs> she had to go six more days with the turd bucket? <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. So wait, what did you do with it in the meantime? Did you just leave it there? So me and my sister were like, there's no way we're keeping this in the janitor's room. So we kind of looked in the basement and there's like this empty room that no one really uses. So we're like, okay, we're storing it there and like, we're just leaving it there. So when garbage day happened, what what was the plan? To just like bring the mop bucket like to the curb or did you have to bag it or what did you do? So me and my sister were like, we'll just put a bunch of like paper in there. We just threw a bunch of paper in there and then put a bag over it. We're like, we're just going to put it here next to the rest of the garbage. And we just left it there on the curb. There is a bathroom in the bank, though, right? Yes. And all employees have access to that bathroom in the bank, though, right? Yes. So, so, th- so uh, this was 100% an act of terror. Yeah. <laughs> like, Damn, Melissa. We, and then, like, me and my sister, we kind of, like, did, like, a process of elimination. Like, it's either men's bathroom, women's bathroom. Plenty of room in the the women's was- washroom, only one toilet in the men's washroom. So we kind of figured, yeah, it was a guy somewhere around here. So you didn't, nobody ever found out who, who it was? No, like me and my sister, we kind of figured out ourselves who it could have been. Just kind of like how? looking by, at by, people there. Why, like you looked at somebody who was walking a little lighter that day? Like how do you... <laughs> How do you determine that? So we're like, uh, the tellers uh, are all women. I'm like, I doubt it's going to be a teller. There's plenty of toilets for them to use. On the customer service side, there's like all guys. And we kind of like, okay, well, this person's a germaphobe. This person works retail, so he wouldn't do it. And then there's like one person left. We're like, yeah, it's definitely that person. Uh, that is a hell of a story. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, we, if you don't mind us asking, how much uh, were you and your sister making an hour? Um, I think it was, it's 14, 14, 25 at the that's time. That's not, it doesn't matter what it was. It's not that's enough. That's not fair. That's not enough. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not enough. Melissa. Uh, well, thank you for joining us on Raza Mocha's Hell of a Story. Um, thank you for having me. Sorry oh, you were put into uh, such a situation. <laughs> oh, hey now. Come on. <laughs> I will, I will applaud. I will applaud You take care, that. Melissa. Thank you so much. Thank you. You too. Bras and mochas fix my life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Cassidy, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. Um, so why are you so stressed out right now? How do I tell my family that my fiancé and I want to get married, but we don't want a wedding? Oh. 
You better yeah. not. You better not be Italian. Uh, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. My fiance and I got engaged last July. Oh, we're both Italian. Oh no! And our families are used to huge weddings. I was joking. Oh, wow. uh, we're both used to huge weddings, uh, but don't want a wedding at all. We only want to sign the papers and do something small with our parents, uh, but we don't know how to tell the rest of our extended family without them thinking, without them taking it personally. How do I tell my Italian grandparents that you don't want to have a wedding to celebrate? Um, geez, this is tough. Right? I, I think you just tell them. Yeah. Is there, like, not an opportunity, Cassidy, for you and your fiancé or soon-to-be husband? Can you guys do, like, um, like an intimate dinner, maybe, as a, as a celebration where it's, like, you know, your parents, his parents, your grandparents, if his grandparents are still around, um, to do something like that to celebrate? There is. But the thing is, is both of us, it just feels like it's something we don't want to do and we're doing it for other people. Yeah, of course. Sure. Okay, so why, here's my question, though, okay? If if you just, so you're okay with having your parents there, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, what about siblings? Yes, we each have a brother. Okay, so parents and siblings. Why not grandparents and then nobody else? We're Italian. We both have big families. So how do I then tell my aunts that they can't come? Because I, I think it's easy. I think it's easy. I, I, it's easier to tell your aunts and your cousins and everybody else that they can't come than it is to tell your grandparents that they can't come. Mm-hmm. I think that if it was your parents and your grandparents, um, yeah. the the aunts and uncles and cousins yeah. would understand that that's the way that's the way it is. It's actually kind of peculiar um, that you don't want your grandparents there okay i mean as far as the perception goes that that's the that's the thing that's a little bit difficult to understand now if you don't want your grandparents at your wedding that's a different conversation no it's not necessarily them specifically it's just i don't want to leave anyone out after i i think that the extended family though and and i could be wrong about this but i think that if you wanted to keep it small and you did parents and grandparents and your sibling and your fiance sibling uh and then if an aunt calls and was like hey why aren't we inviting to the wedding, yada, yada. Uh, I think that they would understand if you just said, hey, listen, it's just parents and grandparents. We're not doing a big wedding. It's just not us. It's not what we want to do. I'm happy to get together with you guys when we have some free time. We'll all go out for dinner. We'll crush a couple bottles of wine, eat some great food. Uh, But this this is the wedding that we want to do. Okay. I can do that. I don't know. Mocha, you had a big wedding. What are you talking about? We had 99 people at our wedding. That's a big wedding. Uh, 100 people is a big wedding. No, I could have had, much like an Italian wedding, a couple of hundred. I come from a big Guyanese family. So you don't consider 100 people to be a big wedding? That was small. Really? Interesting. Okay. And and I can tell you, Cassidy, from going through all of that and having a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins, Mm -hmm. there are... Still to this day, a lot of people in my family who are upset that they did not get the invite. Still, really. But that's the thing. Like Jenna and I, I don't know what your situation is, Cassidy, but Jenna and I, we paid for the entire wedding ourselves, like the two of us. Mm -hmm. We didn't take money from anybody else. And we chose to have the type of wedding that we did, small, intimate, with, you know, people who have been in our lives and kind of like a part of our relationship journey Mm -hmm. leading up to to that day. So I don't think that there's a problem with you because it's your wedding. You have full control, right? Yeah. Like, regardless, if people are going to be upset, they're going to be upset. You can't control that. And they're going to talk smack about you behind your back, right, to other family members. But if you just want something, like, completely small, like an intimate 
ceremony with just your family. I, you have every right to do that. I'll say this. Let's yeah. let's compare let's compare what you're planning to exactly what Mocha did, right? Because Mocha said that he had 99 people at his wedding and still to this day that there's some people that were upset that they weren't <laughs> invited, okay? But yeah. here's my thing. I understand that more than I would understand somebody um, being upset about uh, about your wedding, Cassidy. Because if somebody really wanted to go to the wedding and they saw that somebody had the wedding and a hundred people were invited and they didn't make the list of a hundred, I could see mm-hmm. maybe that they would be upset. How am I not even yeah. in your top 100? Yeah. But mm-hmm. for you, if you do a wedding and there's literally 10 people there and your aunt, it, like they don't have a lot of leg to stand on in that situation. Right, like when, when you right, say you yeah. want to do it small, you're like, there's literally 10 people at my wedding. It is me, my fiance, our siblings, our parents, and our grandparents. That is the wedding party. Nobody yes, is going yes. to be nobody's going to be upset. Now with Mocha, right? Like I, I would understand if somebody's pissed that they didn't make your top one hundred. <laughs> okay, you could under, It's almost more understandable, though, sure, right? It is almost more understandable. Part of the reason, part of the reason for that, like everybody in that room, yeah, right? Yeah, we're all a part of our lives that we saw on the regular. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I didn't feel comfortable inviting an aunt or uncle who I hadn't seen in five years or somebody who had never met Jenna in the entire duration right. of our yeah. of our so, relationship. So let me right? so let me ask you a question then. When they didn't get invited, did you tell them why? No. Or did they just not get invited? They just didn't get invited. Exactly. Right? I didn't call people and say, hey, we're right. getting married. By the way, you're not invited. Right. But <laughs> the people the people that are still pissed, have you explained to them why they weren't invited? No, because I haven't seen them. Right. Okay. Yeah. See? But people are going to get pissed. <laughs> people are going to be pissed. When it comes to weddings, people get so pissy and they make it all about yeah. themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mocha's wedding was beautiful. And I'm sure that the people who missed out on it like they would have had the best time of their lives oh yeah uh, they probably it, saw it all over ig and oh stuff. it was just like <laughs> it was an absolute beautiful it was i don't know what they did i don't know what they did to not be able to crack that top 100 but they should have tried harder in the years leading up to yeah, the. it was in, literally in, 99 <laughs> like not even an even number uh, 99 right? wow like, wow couldn't even get to 100 wow <laughs> wow but i think that you just be straight up when you do want that you know really small wedding i think that it's uh yeah. i think it is understandable if you do want to keep it absolute immediate family I know. I, I agree. I do think like what you said makes sense how if it is only 10, then yeah. nobody really can even say, why wasn't I invited? If they, if it just put it this way. Okay. If, if they wouldn't be allowed to come and visit you in the hospital, they shouldn't come to your wedding. Oh, wow. Good one. That's straight facts. Right. I love it. <laughs> there you go, oh, Cassidy. A couple of options for you. Thank you so much. All, All right. right. Congratulations, girl. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, Drake's birthday went down over the weekend. I guess the party was last night, but his birthday was the other day, I guess. No, I birthday know. was yesterday. His birthday was yesterday? Party was Saturday. Party was Saturday. Thank you. That's what it was. I got it mixed up. 35 years old for the he, man they call Drizzy Drake. He had a uh, Narcos-themed birthday party mm-hmm. where I guess everybody had to dress up like Narcos. It was uh, Chico Amante. Which was the theme, which translates to lover boy. <laughs> hey. Hey. Had the outfit ready to go. Didn't get the invite, though. He had. Uh, what would it. your outfit have been? Scarf. If you, if you went to a uh, Narcos theme birthday party. Um, it would be a Scarface in- influenced with a white dress shirt, big butterfly collar, uh, black dress pants. Interesting. Um, sport jacket. Interesting. And then I'd paint my nose, have it like powdery white. Gotcha. So cigar he, as well. He went with Narcos, Narcos. Mm. Uh, so he had the uh, the suede brown uh, tassel jacket with the white cowboy hat. 
Right. Right. Sick. Yes. Yeah. You got to do it. Uh, who was there? Uh, Future was there. Uh, Chris was Brown was there. French was Montana not. was there. Offset was, was there. Kawhi was Leonard was there. I was not. Uh, during the evening, uh, Drake was pre- presented with a cake modeled after Pablo Escobar. While French, I would have seen it in person. Well, French Montana um, led everybody in singing "Happy Birthday." Do you want to hear what you missed? Do you want to hear them all singing um, "Happy Birthday"? I mean, I know how the song goes, so yeah, you don't want. To... <laughs> I know just, how it goes. Just, just to be clear, I'm not mad. <laughs> been cheering right. in the back yeah i'm ter- i don't do uh one i've never been a fan of theme parties anyway right but it's right. just it's somebody like that invite to a theme party is like somebody handing you a grenade because uh, dressing up to a theme party right mm. is the quickest way to get canceled in 2021 oh, <laughs> you facts. know you know what i mean right. like you're gonna put the wrong thing on and the next thing you know you're, you're appropriating something you're appropriating something and yeah. your life is over even though all you wanted to do was go and say happy birthday to uh to to drake so See, i risk it all for a drake birthday party yeah would you i guess that's the question would you wear would you wear a sombrero <laughs> to drake's birthday party <laughs> if it was if it was mandatory <laughs> It was mandatory? Yeah, if it was mandatory. Like, do I have to wear it? Full can poncho, I, like, too. Can I walk around holding it? Uh, no. Uh, no, no. Full poncho, full poncho and sombrero. <laughs> You're looking at a guy who owns two sombreros, okay? <laughs> and a giant foam taco hat. I, I have I one sombrero at home. You have one sombrero? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's got yeah, yeah. Uh, pink and blue trim. Mm, that's a beautiful sombrero. I'd like to see that one one day. To go to a Drake birthday party. Yeah. It's interesting, huh? Mm. Would you would you be willing to risk cancellation? <laughs> See, for me in that room though, yeah. I'd be tucked away in the back yeah. anyway. No, you're right. Right? Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah, I'd risk it. Yeah, you would. Right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Reading a story about a guy in the States who spent fifty seven thousand dollars of federal COVID aid. I guess he's a small business owner, and it was a business relief loan. And he spent $57,000 of it on a single Pokemon card. No! (laughs) (laughs) What a waste. What a waste. Come on, man. What a waste. Now, in the world of pissing away serve money, right? Like, this has to be up there. Because I know a lot of people that pissed away serve money. Like you hear from, I hear, Dog. I hear, I hear, bro. Man, my when this was going on, the DMs uh-huh. that I would get from people, right, yeah. who got their check, and I'm, and I'm not saying these are people who scammed the system that shouldn't have been getting a check, right. right? These were all people who were deserving of the check, like this guy was, right? The loan was legit. Mm-hmm. I don't think he scammed his loan. He just used it for nefarious reasons, mm-hmm. which is spending fifty-seven thousand dollars on a single Pokemon card. A business owner. Yes. Who took that money that the government was giving out to small businesses everywhere? Yes, yeah. Not use it for small business. Oh no! What do you do? 
You can't say? Nah. No, like I really should. Just uh, like leisure activities? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So in July, um, he claimed that uh, he had uh, 10 people in unspecified um, businesses that had a yearly revenue of $235,000. A month later, uh, the Small Business Association deposited $85,000 into his bank account. Ooh. Then in January, he spent 57000 on one single Pokemon card. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, they did not Come reveal, because I know what everybody wants to know, the one part of this story that they don't, because I guess it's just not important to the lawyers, although it is very important to everybody else, they didn't tell you what Pokemon card it was. See, that was going to be my question. No, they which don't. Which one is worth $57,000? I know. They don't tell you which Pokemon card it was. I know. Because I know. that's the thing, though. They, the, the, the people giving you the money, they're going to come back looking for the receipts. Yes. Asking for the receipts, demanding the receipts. Yes. Yes. And you're going to have to pony up or yes. else. Yeah. Yeah. So he's being charged with wire fraud now um, for getting it for untruthful reasons and then taking a lot of that money and spending it on a Pokemon a card. Waste, now I want to know what your friend, now I want to know what your friend spent his serve money on that he shouldn't have spent his serve money on. You um, don't have to say, you don't have to say, what does it have to do with? Was it like a trip? Was it, uh, was it, uh, He's living well now. Oh, he is living. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know snitch. Don't okay. get it twisted. I'm not, I I'm not trying to say you're a snitch. <laughs> I'm not a snitch. I'm not trying to say you're a snitch, right? But just like with this story, I want to know what Pokemon card the guy spent fifty thousand, fifty-seven thousand dollars on with his COVID federal money. I just like I want to know what your friend spent his serve money on, who's now apparently living well. <laughs> yeah, he's just living well. Yeah. Okay, I got you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Are kids going trick-or-treating? Is that the deal? Kids are going trick-or-treating. Love that. I mean, they're still saying, like, y'all, wear a mask, whatever. Right. Socially distant. Wow. Wow. You know, same thing. <laughs> I'm just sick and tired of it all. I know. So much, so much. Um, but, yeah, kids are going trick-or-treating. Yeah. I think we're going to send our little guy out. I mean, like, we're going to go with him, not, like, send him right. by himself. No, He's you, you could. Let's see. Just follow. Just say follow the pack. Yeah. You'll wind up back here at some point, right? <laughs> you know the neighborhood. Yeah, you know Dad's car. It's in the driveway. Um, Doesn't look like anybody else's car. No, we're going to take him to a couple of houses. In Let the neighborhood, thing. like people that we know, yeah, um, for for a little bit, because it's also a school night too, right? I but, know. So that, that sucks. That Monday morning wake up is going to be a little bit tough. Yeah, Halloween on a Sunday is always it's always wonky because you want to yeah. stay up late. Of course, and you want to like yeah, divvy up the candy, see what you got. Yeah, you right? want to do all that stuff. Have a little you, sample of I this know, and that. I know. Roxy's uh, um, self restraint has been just incredible. So we watched the show called Lock and Key. Okay. On Netflix. And it's awesome. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. Is that a detective show? No. No, no. So Lock and Key key is uh, three siblings, sort of two teenagers and a little brother. And they move back to this sort of family home that's been in the family for hundreds of years uh, because their dad was killed in whatever city that they had lived in. So they move back. And then they, they discover that this house is full of these keys. And they find them everywhere in the house. And then once they find these keys, they have to figure out what the keys do. And some keys like go into the back of your neck Excuse and you, me? And you, and you twist it and then you can like leave your body and go into your own head and with all your memories and everything Sorry, else in it. it's a show or a movie? It's a show. Uh-huh. Uh, and then other keys, you can close your eyes, think of a place, and then you put the key in the door, you open that door, and then you're in that place, right? What? Like it's all these like sort of keys, right? Yeah. And... Um, 
then there's a like a there's sort of like evil thing that wants the key. All this stuff, right? Like there's and this is for kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, like tweens, right? Okay, like tweens. Yeah. Um, but season one was awesome, and then we've been watching season two. And but it's a Netflix show, so they dropped them all, right? Mm-hmm. And Roxy's been saying she's like, no, I'm gonna watch one a week, and then whatever's left over on Halloween. After I finish trick-or-treating, we're going to watch the rest. We're just going to binge the rest. On a school so, night? On a school night. So instead of, like, watching them all, like, last weekend kind of thing, mm-hmm. she's, like, pacing herself. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of self-restraint. Yeah, no. Like, I all. just burn through shows uh-huh. when when they drop them all. But she's, like, showing incredible self-restraint. And so how many episodes are left for her to watch? I think she has, like, I think there's four, maybe, mm-hmm. something like that, three, maybe three. But, yeah, oh, wow. it's a cool how, show, though. How long are the episodes? Like an hour. Wow. Yeah, wow. So I, don't, I don't. So she'll watch one, go so trick-or-treating, come back, down, watch two. It's nighttime, yeah. and yeah. she goes out trick-or-treating. She yes. comes home, candy, and she's going to sit there and watch like two, three episodes. She'll do two. Three she'll hours, do two. Two hours yeah, yeah. on she'll a school do, night? Yeah, she'll do that two. That homework done? Yeah, yeah, she'll do two. You going to make sure that homework's done? On a Sunday? Hell no. What's not done on a Sunday, <laughs> that's, on, that's on you. I'm not the dad. I'm not the Sunday homework dad. No, no, no. No, okay, but before I'm, you get the Sunday, nah, because you have this itinerary planned sure, out, right? Yeah, like Friday, Saturday, books open, girl. Yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm certainly not the Sunday uh, homework dad no, no, on no, Halloween. No, you don't have to be the Sunday, but you could be the leading up to Halloween. Make sure yeah. that homework is done for to Monday. To be honest with you, I usually forget to ask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a new show debuting this Halloween weekend on TNE called Bathsheba Search for Evil, which tells a true story of Bathsheba Sherman, the witch made famous by the Conjuring movie. And Andrea Perrin is the daughter of the parents who own the home and witnessed some pretty terrifying things in that house. Uh, Andrea Perrin, are you there? I am. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. So oftentimes when, you know, we watch these movies and uh, the Conjuring or... Uh, Amityville Horror, Exorcist, all this stuff, you always would hear these stories of it's based on true events or something like this actually happened to a family. Uh, When it comes to you and what you guys went through, how close was that life compared to what we know from The Conjuring? The film was about 95% fiction, about 5% accurate. Oh, come on. Okay, so we have to know, what was the 5%? Yeah. The 5% is that good conquers evil and love conquers fear, and the Perrin family endured an extreme haunting that they all survived. So the rest of it was conjured in the minds of two very adept screenwriters who read my books and freaked out and said we can't base any part of this movie on these books because it will run people right out of the theater so what did they what shook them what was in the book that they said this would be too much for a movie the um the scene in the film that was supposedly exorcism uh, an exorcism did not happen okay in the house my mother was not possessed my mother was attacked during a seance that went so horribly wrong that it almost cost her her life. Something attacked my mother. When Some say, would say she was possessed briefly. When you say attacked, um, like when you when you say your mother was attacked by something, like, like physically what is happening to her in that room in front of you? She was sitting in a very big chair, probably weighed about 30 pounds. It was rock maple. The table rose up and then slammed down on the floor. 
as if the hand of God uh, just knocked it back down to the ground. Her head dropped, and when she rose back up, it wasn't my mother anymore. Um, there was something in her eyes that was dead, and she started to howl and growl and groan in pain, and the chair raised up, Jeez. and in a split second, it was thrown from the middle of our dining room into the middle of our parlor. Oh but before God. that happened, <laughs> she said something in a language that does not exist on this planet. My sister Cindy and I were hiding in the front hallway watching and Cindy started to pass out in my arms. It was awful. So Andrea, tell us about this new uh, Bathsheba show debuting this weekend on t and &E. uh, Bathsheba, by the way, Search for Evil. What kind of stuff are you gonna be talking about? Is it more along the lines of the story that you just told us? Are there stories from other families who have maybe experienced uh, the same or similar things? The documentary Bathsheba on t and &E is probably the closest anyone has ever come to telling this story accurately. And most of it is about Bathsheba Sherman, who was not a member of the Arnold family, did not live at the farmhouse. She lived in an adjacent farm. And because Mrs. Warren had come into the house and said the first time that she showed up, and my mother had no idea who they were when they came to the door. Um, it was a young group of paranormal investigators that had um, told them about our predicament and told them where we lived. And they showed up on the night before Halloween in 1973. When she walked in the house, she knew nothing of the history of the house. And she walked over to our black stove and she covered her eyes and touched the corner of the stove and said, I sense a malignant presence in this house. Her name is Bathsheba. Everything you say that you've sort of lived through and experienced and witnessed, um, today where you are right now, one, do you enjoy being scared? And two, what does scare you? Nothing scares me. No. Because I have seen the dark side of existence. I know that pure, unadulterated evil exists in the world. I make a conscious decision every day to live in the light. I don't understand why anybody wants to be scared. Do you ever just, I don't understand why anybody goes to horror movies. That's what I was gonna ask. You, only, you never just like sit around like, you know, Netflix and just like put a scary no, movie on or something like that? No. I've, the only horror movie I have ever seen in my entire life was The Conjuring. Mm. And it's because I had to. It's only because I had to. I, you know, when you grow up the way I grew up, you don't need to go into a theater to be scared. Um, you know, we lived every day with angst and anxiety and fear of mm. the, the scariest thing about living at that farmhouse was you never knew what was going to happen next. Um, you know, somebody asked me recently, what was it about the seance um, that left the deepest impression, the imprint on you? And I said, everyone that was present in that house that night was scared to death and scarred for life. Wow. Uh, Andrea Perrin, I got like goosebumps, so <laughs> um, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on the Raza Mocha Show. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, Bathsheba Search for Evil. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Bless your hearts. Thank you. Have Take a care. Good day. Bye bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, well, lights are off. Smells like death in here. That's right. Um, <laughs> welcome to it. This is Razamoka's seventh annual Halloween radio drama. 
Uh, every year we do one of these around Halloween time. Uh, Damon Mori scripts up an entire story, like a spooky story. And uh, we read it live. We got sound effects. We got music, like old school radio dramas. Um, and we love doing these. Uh, in the past, we've uh, performed for you a uh, radio drama called If Looks Could Kill. Then there was Bathtub Horrors. Uh, That's a, the one where Maury had you and I, our characters, like in the bathtub at the same right. time, yes, right? Yes, yes. A likely case of murder, which was about Weird. social media. One called Gory Hole. Uh, and, <laughs> and last year was uh, Fish and Chips. I believe you and I were Fish and Chips, yeah, were we yeah, not? Yeah. 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 We were like detectives um, or something. Okay, we got, uh, we got a bunch of sound effects. I have a uh, phone ringing. Okay. Oh. Okay, I've got uh, boiling water. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is, this is starting off great so far. This is going to be the worst. Okay. Uh, someone knocking on the door. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. It's a very lazy knock, yeah, by know. the way. There's a sleepy then... person at my door. <laughs> what is the title of this year's radio drama? This year it is The Two Chads Say La Suvi. Say La Suvi. The Two Chads. Uh, the characters are um, Maury will be uh, Meat Face slash narrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad One will be me, Roz. Uh, Mocha, you will be Chad Two. And uh, Shem is going to be uh, Sven slash Big Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, without further ado, the seventh annual uh, Roz and Mocha Show Halloween Radio Drama and action! We're 20 minutes away from the first guests arriving at the two Chad's new home for the housewarming dinner. Chad's mom gave them a sous vide as a gift, and they wanted to use it to impress their guests with the new hipster cooking device. Hello? The butcher is calling to check on their meat. Yes, it's me, Sven. Enough meat you have? You like the meat? Uh, oh, hey, Sven. Uh, yeah, the meat is perfect. We'll see in 20 minutes for the party. We're just sous-veeing it now. Who was that? We're very busy cooking our meat for the party. We can't keep answering calls. Uh, it's okay, Sugar Plum. People are just excited. Uh- what? I know. <laughs> Man, I'm just reading the script. I have not seen, just so anybody listening right now, I have not seen this script. I'm reading it cold. Yeah, same. Like for the very first time. Are Roz and I a couple? Has it not become obvious? Wow, okay. the two chads. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's okay, Sugar Plum. People are just excited for us. Mm. We have a few minutes before our guests arrive, if you know what I mean, huh? Suddenly, as the two chads were kissing, something was going wrong in the sous vide bath. Oh, something's going wrong in the sous vide bath. Oh, fuzzballs. People are already arriving for our housewarming party. Hey! Big Gary, how are you? Come on in. Hope I'm not too late for the first pickings of the meat. Wow. The whole town is talking about your meat tonight. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, as they should, um, make yourself comfortable in the living room. We're just getting dinner ready. Meanwhile, back in the kitchen. Something is appearing in the sack with the meat. What's going on? It looks like a face on the meat. 
I'm back! Thank you for opening the portal through the meat sack for me to get back into my home. I lived here my whole life and never had one dinner party. I won't allow that in my home. No dinner parties. Cancel it or die. How do I, how do I get out of the sack thing? It's sealed so tight. What the hell do we do? We somehow summoned a ghost. Wait, as long as he's stuck in there, we have some extra time to think about how to uh, send him back. Is everything okay in there, boys? Is someone else there with you? Yeah, everything's okay, Big Gary. Uh, we'll be out in a minute. I'll get it for you guys. Don't worry. The Splinskis are here. Send everyone home or you die. I hate house parties. Yeah, but you're stuck in there. How are you going to do anything from within the sack? Just then, while all the guests were in the other room making small talk, Chad thought of an idea on how to send the ghost and the meat back where he came from. I just thought of an idea on how to send the ghost and the meat back where they came from. <laughs> I knew you were a lot more than just your chiseled looks. If he appeared when we boiled the meat sack, then if we throw ice in there, the cold water will shock him away. Stand back, schnookums! Chad dumps a big bag of ice in the sous vide bath. Oh, no! I hate house parties and you should die! Look! He's gone and the meat is back to normal! The party can continue! Quick! Order steaks on Uber Eats and have them come to the back door. We can't serve ghost-infected meat. Hey, boys, got any ice for our drinks? The housewarming party went off without a hitch. Everyone had a great time, and the steaks were perfect. The two Chads sold their sous vide on Kijiji, and the ghost has never wanted to meet them again. Wow. I think that we have to explain what the hell a sous vide is, seeing as how we just did an entire play about one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google it, everybody. Right, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of meat sack in there that's very confusing to people that have never sous vide anything. Anyway, uh, happy Halloween and a happy Halloween to you, Big Gary. Yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Of course. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Tragedy on a, God, New Mexico film set. So the deal was they were shooting a movie called Rust. And Alec Baldwin, I guess, was shooting a scene. And he had what was known to be or was what was assumed to be a prop gun. Um, and... He fired it, I'm guessing, towards the camera, and he wound up, something came out of the gun, whether it was pieces of the uh, dummy round that was in there or was it too close range or whatever it was, um, but he fired the gun and uh, killed the director of photographer, a woman by the name of uh, Helena Hutchins, uh, who was 42 years old. And oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, and um, injured the movie's uh, director, uh, Joel Souza, and, like, this is very similar to what happened to Brandon Lee. You remember Brandon Lee when mm -hmm. he was shooting The Crow all those years ago where they he had a gun pointed at his stomach, I believe it was, and, uh, and they fired it and something came out. And it's not necessarily like, oh, they put a real bullet in there. It's like oftentimes these prop guns have a thing in them that makes them make go boom, right? Gotcha. And sometimes pieces of that can be discharged out of the gun. Um, and I so, just assume when, when, when you hear prop, yeah, I figure it's 
Like, it was created as a prop. It wasn't like a real gun that was then maybe dismantled and rebuilt again to use as a prop. Like, I don't know what they used, right? So, yeah, like, how would anything from inside of that gun fire out? Um, So, uh, Joe Manganiello uh, tweeted out, I'm in shock. I was so lucky to have uh, Helena Hutchins as my DP on Arch Enemy, a movie that he shot. An incredible talent, a great person. I can't believe this could happen in this day and age. Gunfire from a prop gun could kill a crew member. What a horrible tragedy. My heart goes out uh, to her family. And, yeah, so, like, I have a a prop gun, Mm -hmm. right? And it's it was basically a real gun yeah. that was turned into a gun that fires blanks or that shoots blanks. And in the one that I have, and I don't know why all of these don't have them because you can't even tell. What they did was in the barrel of the gun where the bullet would then come out, like about an inch in, mm-hmm. they put a ball bearing. That's oh, hammered in there. That's yeah. hammered in there. Oh, so you're never getting right? that sucker so, out. So, no, no, you'll never get it out. Yeah. Right? You'll never get it out. Um, and then you buy blanks, and then you can just fire blanks, and it sounds like a real gun and everything else, right? I got this thing years ago. My brother bought it for me. Um, and so that is, you know, what could be used. And I know this is all like what it could have, should have. Uh, but I'm shocked that, and especially with CGI, why is anybody firing anything? Yeah. Right? You point the gun at the camera. There's nothing in it. Baldwin pulls the trigger. They put the smoke and the bullet and the noise in post. Afterwards, yeah. Right? Like, nobody should ever be firing anything on a movie set that close to somebody else. Oh, that's Nobody so sad, should though. ever be pointing so anything. Nobody in 2021 should be dying on a movie set because a prop gun fired something like it, it's so incredible to me has alec baldwin said anything no, yet? no 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 there was a few pictures of him but uh, the one thing that he did do is there was, he posted a picture of him on set on uh, on instagram yeah uh the other day and it's a set of him in his costume it's a western that they're filming and i guess his chest was all like covered in blood and stuff like this but the one thing he did do was delete that picture oh right? okay so, so he yeah. deleted uh he did deleted uh that shot oh uh, man just an, an absolutely incredible tragedy um again brandon lee's family on uh, the instagram account uh, run by i believe his sister said our hearts go out to the family of Helena Hutchins and to Joel Souza and all involved in the incident on Rust. Um, they go on to say no one should ever be killed by a gun on a film set, period. Mm. Um, so that's uh, Brandon Lee's family. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yesterday, we told you that uh, Donald Trump was launching his own social network called Truth Social. Yeah. Uh, through his new media company called Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG, or Teenage Mutant Teenage Girls. Wow. Um, and it took like a second for people to start messing with it. Of course. Of course. So Trump. the site culture, because Trump's banned on all social platforms. So he was threatening to start his own and everything else. Yeah. Ooh, uh, so yeah. Right. Um, and he had said that uh, Truth Social was uh, being hailed as the new social network as the first tent poll for a Trump-led media news and internet empire that would one day compete with CNN, Disney, and Facebook. Uh, But the site's early hours had very relaxed security. If you remember, they'd originally said it was going to be invite-only. But when they launched, it was not invite-only, and anybody could sign up. And one person actually signed up and was able to create um, the account uh, Mike Pence, 
and no. started posting as Mike Pence with no hurdles to jump over and wasn't blocked. Uh, somebody else signed up and uh, created the account Donald J. Trump and started posting under Donald oh, J. No. Trump. And not only that, but they made their avatar profile picture, a picture of a pig defecating. Oh, damn. What right? does it look like? It not, looks not, not a, the pig, um, the, uh, the looks, actual platform. Does so they like say, I haven't seen it. So it says it looks very much like Twitter. It's a Twitter clone. Oh, okay. And users can post truths as opposed to tweets. Yeah. And you can retruth something. Oh, God. Which is yeah. like a retweet. And uh, there's also a news feed called the truth feed <laughs> and a notification wow. system so users uh, can uh, know who interacts with their uh, be, truths. Be notified of all the truths out there? Yes. <laughs> Stupid. Come but on, but literally, it, uh, it it took that people two seconds yeah, to of course, man. deface this entire thing. What an idiot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Royal Caribbean is launching the world's longest cruise. I've never done a cruise. I would never do a cruise, uh, let alone the world's longest cruise. So is this is a 274-night cruise. Wh- how much? 274-night cruise set to set sail in 2023. That's over a year. It's over a year. Uh, so the company said that the ultimate world cruise set to depart from Miami will visit 150 destinations in 65 countries on all seven continents. Uh, Royal Caribbean stops will include uh, Casablanca in Morocco, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, Antarctica, Brazil, uh, and uh, the, you'll get to do New Year's Eve in Beijing. Uh, prices start at $61,000 per person. Wow. That is if you want one of those in inside bunks with no window to the outside world no if you want one of those no with a balcony a balcony seventy nine thousand per person if you want a junior suite Mm. on this cruise it's going to run you one hundred and twelve thousand dollars per person and this again is for a 274 night cruise it sounds interesting for the destinations I but couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. I uh, couldn't go. No like I couldn't way. go on a cruise. How do you get like, the vacation time off work? Yeah. Well, this is, oh, for, this is not people for people who aren't looking. Nobody's spending vacation time. Yeah. Uh, on, These are, this on is not this. for regular this folks, is, man. No. This, this is, is like people, for retirees. Yeah. Yeah. Rich retirees. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody be in bed by eight. Yeah. Right? Seven, uh-huh. I guess, right? Like dinner Shh, dinner at down. four, right? Yeah, you'd have to keep it down. <laughs> oh my god. Dinner at four? That's yeah. like right up my alley. Right. What if but what if you were like beside somebody that you didn't like? You know what I mean? Like what oh, if yeah. like, like your neighbor? Yeah. Yeah, but that's just like living anywhere right now. It's like living in a condo. Right? I get that. What if you don't like the, the yeah, person you, you can to? you can leave the condo. I guess, yeah. You can't leave the boat. You can't leave the boat, right? Yeah, but like think about the amount of free food you'd get. Oh, no No, what way, free food? Man. You're paying... You, you just mentioned the price tag. No, but that's the... I mean, when you're on the cruise, you can eat as much as you want. Yeah, but that's yeah. all included in that price tag, though. Yeah, but you're still paying... You just paid $120,000 for free food, Maury? Yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> like... That is not free. <laughs> that is... Then what are you paying for? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, the pillow, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no. the best pillow I couldn't ever. do it. I could. There's no way I'm not, I could And do you that. know what? That's the thing. Like, I'm not a cruise person. Neither I've done it twice. You've I've done, done cruise? cruises twice. I had the best time ever. You did. Have you done a cruise, Shem? Yeah, three times. For what, though? For our big family vacations. I had like 40 of my family members go. And and so when you go, how long did you go for? Uh, seven days. How long did you go for, Maury? Seven days each time. Seven days One each time. One was to Alaska. Alaska? We never, the problem was it was so cold, we never got to enjoy the outside. Oh, my God, kill me. 
That yeah. is my nightmare right there. Yo, Where we live, fam, we live in the cold. You, Why yeah, am I going to go on vacation somewhere that's even more cold? Who goes to vacation to the cold where you can't ski? But I got to look out the window and I got to see those creatures that lie on the top of the ice. Seals? Creatures? Seals! Yeah. <laughs> creatures! <laughs> The demigorgons, right? <laughs> Those things? Yeah. yeah. The kraken? You saw the kraken? A narwhal? From, uh, you know what that is? No. The narwhal? That's the thing with oh, the bay? Yeah, 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 yeah the, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you can do that for $112,000 if you do so choose. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, uh, Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox lead uh, celebrity tributes to their late friend uh, and castmate James Michael Taylor, who, if you remember on Friends, uh, whether you watched it in its first run or caught it again on Netflix, uh, he was Gunther, the guy who worked in Central yeah. Park. Uh, here's a little bit of Gunther from the show. Have you, uh, have you seen Chandler? I thought you were Chandler. <laughs> but, um, what if he's over there? One of he's over. Yo, I had the biggest there. crush on, on, on Rachel too, huh? Uh, and uh, yeah, totally. Oh my God, he was in love with her. Um, back in uh, June, uh, Michael James Taylor talked about his uh, cancer for the first time. This is uh, Michael James Taylor. My specific cancer went to the bones before it could be stopped, before I realized I had it. There are people working on this around the clock, around the world, and the Prostate Cancer Foundation PCF, uh, they do wonderful work, absolutely critical work to find a cure for this pretty terrible disease. And I can tell you, you do do not want to go through (laughs) what I've had to go through the past uh, two and a half years. Um, Michael James Tyler was 59 years old. Uh, Jen Aniston wrote, uh, friends would not have been the same without you. Thank you for your laughter you brought to the show and to all of our lives. You will be missed, adding the hashtag uh, James Michael Tyler and a broken heart emoji. Courtney Cox said, the size of gratitude you brought to the room and showed every day on set is the size of gratitude I hold for having known you. Rest in peace, James. Matt LeBlanc wrote, uh, we had a lot of laughs, buddy. You will be missed. RIP my friend. Lisa Kudrow said, James, uh, we will miss you. Thank you for being there for all of no. us. Uh, so, uh, again, 59 years old. Uh, R.I.P. Gunther from Friends. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Ed Sheeran diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, shared the news on uh, social media. And I guess... So first of all, what he said was, hey, guys, quick note to let you all know, I've sadly tested positive for COVID, uh, so I'm now self-isolating and following government guidelines. Uh, He's still out there promoting the album, and he also had an appearance scheduled on November 6th for SNL, uh, but it's looking like right now that the way that the timeline would be and his self-isolation, it's not looking like he'll be able to do SNL. Uh, He's offered to do it remotely, but SNL really doesn't do that, so word is that there is a scramble uh, now within the ranks of SNL booking make an exception for the guy to do it remotely no 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 but I think that uh, what I read anyway is that they were looking sort of find somebody who fills that demographic so like a Sean Mendez or something like that uh, to sort of step in and somebody uh, who's COVID free exactly yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, but there you go Uh, Ed Sheeran uh, he looks to be asymptomatic because he says that he's going to be promoting and doing interviews and offer to uh, perform from uh, from home so it doesn't look like it's really really terrible news if you'd like to perform on the Ron Zamoka show yeah sure yeah go ahead right yeah, we'll do shivers with you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
week, uh, Dune, number one at the box office, uh, which is a big deal because it was part of the hybrid release where it uh, was released simultaneously on, I believe, HBO Max as well as uh, theaters. Still did $40.1 million. I think that brought up its global box office numbers to just over $200 million, uh, somewhere around there. Hmm. Um, I watched it on the weekend. And? Um, geez. Like, I'm a fan of, like, I'm a fan of the story. The, the 80, 1984, whatever it was, movie was, like, real quirky and weird and David Lynchy and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this one is, like, stunningly beautiful. Like, the movie looks huge, right? Yeah. But it, it's clearly a part one of, because they even say at the beginning of the movie, like, part Spoiler one. Spoiler alert. Um, well, no, that's, like, it's the first thing you see before you see any person is that it says it's part one. And for me, any movie that's set up to always look like a sequel or that you're anticipating a sequel, mm-hmm. those movies themselves should stand on their own. Um, this one, as, like, beautiful, stunning, and the world they created was awesome, it didn't feel like a complete movie. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like because it it's doesn't, part one. Because it's, it's part one. But still, with movies, like, part one should be its own thing. Sure. Part two should be its own thing. This was sort of cliffhangery a little bit, I guess. Spoiler In a way, alert. whatever. Uh, my favorite tweet, I don't know who this is, but uh, on the on, uh, Twitter account, it's called uh, Sipping and Falling. She simply wrote, uh, Dune was great. Can't wait for the sequels. Delay and Doggest. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Dune was great. Can't wait for the sequels. Delay and Doggest. Dune uh-huh. was great. Uh-huh. Can't wait for the sequels. Delay and Doggest. <laughs> it took Shem five minutes to get it. Do you still not get it? Dune. Dune, Delay and Doggest. Oh, June, July, oh, and August. Jesus, people. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. Yeah, I'd watch that series. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yes, yeah, so would I. Uh, there's also, I'm loving all the uh, Matthew Perry memes where it's the movie poster and it's all the cast behind him as it is in the movie poster. And then there's a picture of um, uh, Matt LeBlanc, sorry, Matt LeBlanc sort of standing right in the middle of it. And then it just simply reads, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there's a million of those oh, too. Man. None of that hurts though. None of that hurts. But- no. They make one. Memes help. We know okay, that. Okay, got one. Yeah. Have Lord Dern yes. in one. And then you can say, how you Dern. <laughs> right. How you doing? Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You could. I like that a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres off today. Katy Perry is in um, guest hosting for the show. This is hey. a little bit of uh, new mom Katy Perry's monologue. Now that I'm a mom, my life is actually kind of totally different. And yet, I realized it's kind of similar to being a pop star. You're up all night, usually holding a bottle of some kind. Hey. There's vomit on the floor. And your boobs are always out. <laughs> Yo, happy birthday, Katy Perry, by the way. Yeah, that's what Maury just said. How old is she? 37, 37. today. Yeah, 37 there you go. I like that, Katy Perry. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. It's looking like this, according to Hollywood Reporter, that Ryan Gosling is in final negotiations to join Margot Robbie in that live action remake or that live action uh, Barbie movie. 
So Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, uh, these are the husband and wife team that did, remember that movie, um, Wedding Story with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Mm-mm. Driver? Did you ever see that movie? Uh, very heavy, like a real heavy story. Um, so Margot Robbie is starring as Barbie, um, and they had originally approached uh, Ryan Gosling, I guess maybe to be Ken? No, to be Ken. And to this is Ken? the greatest casting ever. Um, so originally it was... Um, Amy Schumer was attached to this movie, yes. right? And then I guess it didn't get off the ground or they just revamped it completely. It wasn't what um, Mattel, is it Mattel? Is that Barbie? Yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't what Mattel wanted. Uh, and then they went in a completely different direction, everything else. So now it's definitely Margot Robbie. The production got moved. Ryan Gosling couldn't do it when he was first approached. But now that the production is uh, on a different timetable, timeline, uh, Ryan Gosling is now available for it. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, he is in final negotiations to join Margot Robbie as Barbie, and he will be playing... Ken and, oh my God, perfect casting. There you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. A uh, vigil for Helena Hutchins was held on Saturday night. Um, around 200 film crew members gathered for a uh, candlelight vigil uh, as the sun set. She was, of course, the director of photography who was shot and killed on the... Uh, New Mexico set when Alec Baldwin uh, fired a gun that had a live round in it and uh, went through her into the director who was behind her. Um, He survived. She passed away. Uh, This is Lane Looper who spoke at the vigil. Every day, everybody on the camera team was proud to be there for her because we were proud of what we were creating. She's one of the most talented and kind collaborative artists who did things that I could never ever think of. I would have been lucky to have ever done another movie with another person like that or with her. And and I don't get to. That sucks. Oh, man, that's so sad. Before this uh, tragic uh, incident, there was a prop gun that misfired twice on October 16th and then once the week before. On the same movie? On the same movie (gasps) set, yeah. And uh, and according to the LA Times, um, the union workers who were the camera people, camera operators, uh, they had said that the set was plagued with safety issues and they walked off the set and they were replaced by non-union workers. Oh, wow. And legal experts have now weighed in on what all of this means and the repercussions uh, for Alec Baldwin. And I know people, you're looking at this saying, um, he was handed a gun by an AD, by an assistant director and he was. they had said that it was a cold gun, meaning there was no rounds in it uh, and it wasn't checked. Um, and you look at Alec Baldwin and immediately you're like, well, this is obviously a tragic accident. Mm-hmm. You know, how could anybody even think about bringing up charges um, against Alec Baldwin? But Alec Baldwin was also the executive producer of the movie. Oh, so he shares responsibility for so, the people who work so, on the movie. Yeah, so Damn. Joseph Costa, an attorney with the uh, Los Angeles law firm, he said, uh, as an executive producer, you are in a position of control and you can get prosecuted criminally. Uh, New Mexico criminal attorney um, Erlinda Johnson, a uh, former state and federal prosecutor, said that Alec could face possible criminal liability for involuntary manslaughter. They go on to say all the state needs to demonstrate is that where there was uh, engaged in a 
a lawful but dangerous act, did not uh, act within due caution. Uh, that's what the state has to prove for involuntary manslaughter, which is, which is a fourth-degree felony with a maximum penalty of up to 18 months in prison. Another lawyer from California said everyone will be sued. Everyone will be sued. Anyone running that set will be sued, especially when they find out who is specifically cutting corners on the set. Yes, Alec Baldwin was the main producer, but it might be found that another producer did did cut more corners. Uh, I don't think that there will be anything as bad as a murder charge, uh, but this is going to be a legal nightmare for Alec Baldwin. The movie so is never coming out, by the way. No, no, no. And I think that Alec Baldwin has since, um, he's put all his other projects on uh, on hold. Wow. Uh, because when all this when all this happened, I didn't know that he was the exact producer of the of the film. Um, and so that's the the latest in that uh, tragic death down in uh, in New Mexico. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ontario workers could get the right to disconnect outside of work hours under new legislation introduced yesterday by the provincial government. What do you mean? So you know how, like, I think it's France where you like your boss can't email you on the weekend, yeah, or after hours. Uh-huh. I think that they're propo- they're like sort of proposing something similar here. Um, and the other thing that they're doing is they're doing away. They want to do away with uh, non-compete clauses, which is they've really kicked those into gear, especially in the tech sectors where people work for a company and non-compete clauses um, prevent them from seeking out work or better pay at competing companies. Mm. And so they're looking to do away with uh, with non-compete clauses. But the 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 other one, this the legislation would require employers with 25 or more employees to develop a disconnecting from work policy within their wow. within their company. Look at Maury. Yeah, right. Okay, you know what, Maury? This is the greatest news for me from mm-hmm. because you're the one that writes at all hours of the night. You don't get written all hours of the night. You're no. the I'm not, one. I'm not the employer. What's that? I'm not the employer. It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. That's you won't be able to write me. That's the loophole. Like, no. I, I thought it was the employer. The no. boss can't contact no, no, you. No, 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 no. So I can text Mocha all day no, and tomorrow. No, all those, and guess what? And guess I'll, what? I'll do what, exactly what I did yesterday. Ignore yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. love. Yeah. So that's what they're That's what they're looking at is, because I think it's France, because I think I was watching Emily in Paris. That's right. Where somebody, like, somebody made reference to, you know, hey, get back to that person. And the guy's like, I can't. It's actually illegal. Yo, so <laughs> Ontario can thank Emily in Paris for this? I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> Aren't yes. they also trying to do like a four day work week here? No, I mean it's it's that's not going to that, happen. That'll never happen. Yeah, yeah. No it'll, it'll... Four day work week and you can't bug me. Yeah, but I know. I think it's Amex. I, I think it's because companies are trying to do anything they can to get people to come and work for them now because nobody wants to work. I yeah. think that I read last week that American Express as an incentive to future employees to sort of choose Amex as a company to work for. Mm. I think that they're implementing four weeks a year. You can work from wherever you want. Wow. So, so not necessarily vacation like time. Working. Like you still have your vacation, yeah. right? You still have vacation. You still have this. You still have this. But let's say you work for Amex and you're part of like some sort of thing where you don't have to do a lot of meetings. And if you do, you can do them on Zoom. But then let's say that you're like, okay, so for four weeks in January, I'm going to rent an Airbnb in Mexico. Yeah. Right. And I don't have to use vacation time. 
paid for by the company or no? I still got to no, pay. No, you pay for it. Well, no, it mm. wouldn't be vacation time because you're still checking in. That's what I said. No, you don't have to use yeah, vacation you're time. You're checking it, you're, in. It's work time. Yeah. yeah. Like you're going to work every day. Yeah. Like you would still do your, your eight hours and your Zoom calls and your everything else. Except but, you're on the beach. But for four weeks a year, I think that that's what it was, that they allow you to work anywhere you want. Is that what it is? It's Amex? Yeah. So for four weeks wow. a year, that's an incentive. That's great. Right? That, that is, is thank like, you. Alex, our boss, if you're listening right, right now, I yes, know you are. I'm yes, just saying. Right. That makes it sound pretty nice right, right now, you that, know? Yeah, but it's 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 this kind of thing where that that's when guys like that's when guys like Maury start telling their husbands, I don't know why they're sending me away for four weeks. Man. It's like a real long trip. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss you and all. But I, what what am I supposed to do? Yeah, redownload grinder. <laughs> re? Re? Oh sorry. It's already started no, that secret no, folder on your phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, if I go on your phone right now and I look at the grinder app, is there going to be a cloud or an arrow? There'll be whatever it is when uh-huh. it's never been. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, big news from Bachelor Nation. Uh, Chris Harrison is engaged hey! to uh, Lauren Zima. Who's that? Um, was she part of Bachelor World or no? She was not part of Bachelor World. Laura I don't know. She's uh, she's one of the hosts on ET. Um, oh, okay. And uh, so they are engaged. They've been together for two years. This will be, I believe, her second marriage, Chris's second marriage. Uh, Chris was previously with uh, Gwen Harrison, uh, his wife of 18 years before they split up in 2018. And I believe that he has been with uh, Lauren Zima since then. So okay. uh, congratulations, I guess, to them. I don't know. Can we congratulate? Is, is Chris Harrison still canceled? I don't even know anymore these days. I think I you can know. congratulate love, can't you? I don't, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, we can congratulate love. Yeah, can we do that? I don't know, man. You can. What? You can. What? I'm not going to. Of all the things you say in the show, I can't no. say no, congratulate no, you can. love? No, you can. I can't, though. What, oh. Maury? Before she was on E.T., she yeah. was in 2009, she was on a show called Disaster Date. Oh, so she's just, she's a host. She was a contestant. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay, I gotcha. Thank you. Uh, and then also, um, Katie Thurston and uh, Blake Moynes broke up. So uh, remember they came up to Canada after Katie's season yeah, and they did the whole Tim Hortons moose yeah. run around Canada. Yeah. yeah. And, the stereotypical. Uh, the, yes. The stereotypical. So uh, they each posted simultaneously on social media. It is with mutual love and respect that we have decided to go our separate ways. We are so grateful for the moments we've shared together and the entire journey that has unfolded this year, uh, but we ultimately have concluded that we are not compatible as life partners and it is the most caring choice for both of us to move forward independently. We ask for kindness and privacy as we both navigate this situation. Both of us will forever uh, want the best for the other and ask you to please support us in our decisions. So that no, is the... You don't get privacy. Oh, wow. No, sorry. Not, not when you not ask me to watch. The show? No, not when no. you ask me to watch for twelve weeks yeah. your public display of getting together. Right. Yeah, fair enough. So what are you gonna do? Pastor them now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Make it work, <laughs> damn it. Make it work. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be unhappy. <laughs> keep trying, Hamilton's guys. beautiful. Yeah. Keep trying, guys. <laughs> Try harder. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem with a lot of these relationships, though, man. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. You've got questions, we've got answers. Oh, do we? Hello, Melody. Welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? I'm well. How are you guys? Doing good. Um, all right, so we understand that you have a, uh, a question for the room. I do, I do. My question is, is Roz's ego a little bit bruised now that Shem's getting a lot of love from the ladies? 
Because he has been greeting us with his beautiful singing. Uh, I'm, I'll tell you, I am uh, I'm happy that uh, Shem is here because, uh, to be honest with you, Melody, it has been an incredible yeah. load to carry solo for all these years. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm, I'm You're passing the torch, eh? I'm, I'm happy to have the I'm happy to have the 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 help, uh, the relief, um, the because, removed. because some days, honestly, it is too much to carry. Oh, wow. Uh, what she asked, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, my ego is uh, my ego is not uh, is not bruised because when you're like when you're a handsome man, right? Um, you you celebrate you know other other handsome men, and I like to see when other handsome men you know do well, and I like to see them you know getting attention, and I have no I have no problem with it, right? Like, fair enough. It's, it's fair like, enough. It's like a brotherhood, really. It is. A, it is a brotherhood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. A, it's very. It's very much a brotherhood. Uh, but no, it does not. Uh, it does not bruise my ego in uh, in any in any way. Uh, seeing as how Shem has been singing a lot on the Raza Mocha show lately, I'll tell you guys this and Melody. Uh, Shem had notified me mm-hmm. that he's been getting way more DM requests from people asking for their own personalized kind of versions of songs as well. Like what they want you to like cameo them? Like little, that kind of thing? Like bit, in their DMs? Cameo, yeah, little birthday songs and things of that nature. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Like, have you been obliging or no? Well, to some. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Side hustle, you know? <laughs> hey, Melody, thank you so much for your question. And uh, more importantly, you. thank you very much for listening to the Raz and Mocha show. Before we let you go, between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I cannot choose, Shem. honestly. Uh, you have Shem to, is my favorite. Stop it. Get out of here. You are no longer a part of this conversation, Shem. <laughs> Love you lots, Melody. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Already says here, when do you think it's the right time to put up Christmas decor in your house? I'm going to start with Dammit Maury on this one because you, Maury, although Jewish, um, are one of the more sort of Christmassy people I have ever met. They just started this past weekend on the W Network with the Countdown to Christmas movies. Right, yeah. Cause I you... am so excited. I, I, Of all years, this is the year I'm the most excited for Christmas. Why? I don't know. I just feel like we need the warmth and the family and Fair the enough. love from Christmas. And I, I begged Matthew if we could put the tree up this past weekend. Like this past weekend? Before wow. Halloween. Wow. wow. And he wow. was dead. He flat out said no, which I'm shocking, shocked with because we already went and bought new ornaments. Right. Like, we're ready. It really is like thanks, Halla Christmas, right? Like, it's that Thanksgiving, <laughs> Halloween. Like, it really has become uh-huh. like the holiday season. Like, all of it. Like, end of October But I don't thing, right? think, I strongly, strongly don't think we need to wait for things like Halloween or Remembrance Day, because there are a lot of people that's like, how dare you yes. disrespect but the I, veterans. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think the two are one and the same. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that you can be both highly respectful to Remembrance Day and veterans and still and still throw up decorations. I think that that's more for department stores and, and this kind of thing. Yeah. I, there I are stores that I, I drive past that already have their trees up. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw one the other day, too. I almost I drove was, off the road yeah. next time. Um, yeah. Guys, yeah. Costco starts selling Christmas stuff in, like, July. Yeah. Oh, HomeSense has has their stuff out already. So you say, so the question was again, Mocha, what? Uh, when do you think is the right time to put up Christmas decor in the house? Okay, so when is the right time, more? My first answer was going to be when your heart tells you, but I think that's a super gay answer. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. 
<laughs> but I'm going to say November 1st. November 1st. I'm good with that. You are? Yeah. yeah. Day after as, Halloween? As soon as Halloween is done. Yeah. Because that's the next thing on your list, right? right? That's the next thing that you're you're preparing for. Um, the next thing that you look forward to yeah. is gonna be is gonna be Christmas. So I, I'm fine with after Halloween, November 1st, if you want, you start wow. putting up the uh, wow. putting up the decorations. Mariah Carey on on Halloween night at midnight yes. is when she does the video where all of a sudden it's Christmas first? Because right time. now Mariah Carey, all of her posts are not yet. Right. Wow. And November first is Christmas. That's early. By to the me. way, I remember it used to be December first. People would put up their Christmas tree. Really? That late? December first. Yeah, yeah no December first. I don't yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Always, way earlier. Always. Also, I think my um, I know my sister in law and brother in law said that they wanted to put their lights up. I think it was like the Labor Day long weekend. Put the lights on the outside. It's warm. Because the weather was still nice. Because I think they said last year they waited too long and it was like freezing rain. And my brother-in-law was up on the ladder and it was just too risky. So I think they were like wanting to get ahead of everything and have the lights up, not on. Right. Labor Day weekend. There are some but houses where they have them right. up year-round. You just don't turn oh, them on. Dog, that's my parents right there. <laughs> lights been up since the 80s. <laughs> can, you, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Like a real pisser offer? Uh, um, we had, we still had our lights and the wreath up on the house. Yeah. And and I thought I was going to like have get to not have to do that again this year. And then I came home and I think that my brother or whoever it was had pulled them off, but they pulled them off in August. What? We made it. I made it all the way. I know. I made it all the way to August. Oh no, you're so close. I'm so close. <laughs> now, did he get rid of it? Like throw it away? No, or? it's back in the box in the basement. Oh. I gotta go digging everything out again. Oh, what's the point? I don't know. Oh my god, you were so I know. close. So dude. close. So close. I told you what my dad it. and my parents do, right? Like they bring the tree down to the basement, fully decorated, and just leave it in the basement, and then cart it back up when it's Christmas time. They don't really? put anything away. They don't they wrap it drag. or anything. No. They just put it down in the basement by the pool table. Like fully assembled. Fully assembled. How do they get it down there with all the baubles falling off it and stuff? It's a super skinny thing. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like son. Hey, yeah, never that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jenica Lee asks, what is something you love to eat at a restaurant but will not order in? Fish. You will not order in. Shrimp, fish, that stuff does not travel well um, when you order yeah. uh, poutine. Huh. Poutine, poutine oh, doesn't yeah. travel. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I you're disagree. Right. Um, I disagree. You do. Smokes huh? poutinery. When if you order that, it's fine. No, it's oh, too much. Oh, Jack Astor's poutine it's, it's from Uber no, is great. But I've ordered poutine before, and I've put in the thing. Can you give me the gravy and the cheese separately, and I'll build it. Yeah. I'll build it when when it when it arrives. I could see that. I poutine is something that uh, it needs much like nachos. Yeah. As soon as it comes out of the kitchen, you got to dig in right away. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm with you on calamari because it loses that crispness mm-hmm. when you. F- get it delivered because they put it in like the plastic con- container or the box or whatever it is and the condensation just destroys yeah. deep fried. You don't want it to settle. Right. Because then yeah. it gets mushy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting one. What did you say more? I said anything fish related. Why fish? Just because like a regular... I, I've tried that on Uber Eats and it just, it does not travel well. For some reason, no. it just does not taste the same. You know what I ordered um, one time and then I've never ordered it again and I only tried it again recently last week which is 
ordering steak through delivery. The keg does it very well. But I'm just, it's it just not for me, right? No. I need steak to be absolutely crazy hot when it's in front of me. Yeah. But I did find, they did like a Mediterranean, uh, not a Mediterranean, they did a, um, a Caesar salad with steak at this restaurant around the corner from me. And I ordered it up and it sliced steak on top of it. So it didn't oh, nice. need to be piping hot. And it was freaking delicious. They, but I yeah. don't order steak. I never oh. order steak. We've done the steak out, uh, steak out. We've done steak. Take takeout yeah. from the keg, and they've mastered it because they have these bags that keep the heat. Yeah, so I will say if you've ever tried, if you haven't tried the ones from the keg, yeah. their delivery amazing. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it has yeah. stickers really, really with good. instructions on what to do. But I also don't go for steak anymore. I don't go out for steak anymore because no. I can make a better steak at home with the tools that I have yeah. than I can in a restaurant. And restaurant steak is just—it's just too expensive. I bet you it's I could crazy put your steak in a restaurant steak blindfold you on two separate plates and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference uh um, yeah he would yeah i would you think so yeah i would yeah absolutely 100 percent, i would we did um over my over the weekend my birthday weekend um catherine bought uh five new zealand wagyu tenderloins oh i swear to god she's like 40 bucks each yeah, i swear to god she, right um, she had I, I'm, I'm surprised she had to sell the car to buy these things <sighs> And I Did think she use it, your money. I think it was like no, she has her own money. <laughs> um, what do you think? It's the fifties. <laughs> Actually, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent. No, no, she used, she used her own money. Uh, but yeah, so those things are like I don't even know. Like what is that? Like fifty dollars a steak yeah, or something like, like that? that? Yeah. Right. Um, so she bought five of those and then cooked them. I cooked them all and I sous vide them and then I threw them in a threw them in a hot pan and I seasoned them up and I just chopped it all and put it all on one plate and then we just had all our feet on the sides, yeah. right? It was like nothing I've ever had as far as a steak goes. It was like it just, it melt, like it, you put it on your tongue and it melted oh, away. It's the best. I've never it had was. that. Yo, You've have never you ever had, had like a Wagyu never burger? Wagyu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had a Wagyu burger, um, but I've never had, like, I've, I've never cooked it before. Because the weird thing that I that I realize is that when you get a Wagyu sirloin, and depending on whether it's Japanese or New Zealand, right, um, when you get like a regular sirloin, um, the steak, it has that incredible, like, where it's super marbled all yeah, the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tenderloins don't look like that. The tenderloins just look like regular tenderloin, mm -hmm. so it doesn't have that noticed. same fat marbling yeah. um, that you get on a regular on a regular strip loin. But man, when you cook that, it was like it was crazy. It was it didn't even taste or feel like steak. It yeah. was something else that was just as delicious that I've never like it like butter like eating butter, but it, it tastes was, like meat. Thank you. Yeah, I wish it, one day like to try butter. this. What's that? I wish one Yo, day to try this. More so mad that he didn't try. I know. I know. Is it from a, it's a separate kind of cow, or is it a cut from a regular cow? No, it's a separate kind of cow. Like a wagyu cow. Yeah, like wow. it's a separate. It's it's what they feed them and how they raise them, and I don't hundred yeah. percent know. Those I cows don't actually wrong. say moo. They go wagyu. Yeah, wagyu. <laughs> but here, let me show you a picture, Maury. Of, of a wagyu a, cow? Yo, a, while you of, looked that up, there was one yeah. time, not that long ago, actually, I went to a butcher not far from here, and they had wagyu um, burgers, but, like, you make them at, mm. uh, yourself. You make them at home. Yeah. Um, but they come, they're just, like, in balls, right? Right. And I think it was, like, eight or nine bucks, and I ordered one, and I was like, I'll just take one, please. Yeah. And the guy they was like, crazy? They don't have those at grocery stores. No, I've no, never no. seen Wagyu at the grocery look at, look at, store. This is what a Wagyu steak looks like more. So delicious. Oh, my God. That's fancy. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, but the tenderloin doesn't look like that. It doesn't have that same marbling. But oh my god, it was so good! Like this was the best steak I've I saw ever, a picture of it. It I've looked like there cooked. were enough for leftovers. Oh, there was. Oh, yeah, geez. tons Lord. of leftovers too. <laughs> <laughs> so many leftovers, like days worth. Yeah, and then I just and honestly, I would go to the fridge and open up the container yeah. and just reach in and pull a piece out cold oh, and just yeah. eat it. Just eat it cold, just like that. So good. It was so delicious. Fridge my fridge. God, yeah. yeah. Okay, go days, more days. days. <laughs> Uh, already who asked a, a question two questions ago has another question um what did damn it matthew do when maury got home on the day he was told damn it maury takes pictures of him when he sleeps because earlier we found out that when matthew's sleeping maury has like an right. archive on his phone mm-hmm. of both uh, photos and video that matthew knows like nothing about yeah so already wants to know what matthew said when he found out he thought he at first he, he didn't believe me and then I showed him and then he said he found it creepy but he said he's fine with it, fine with it as long as I don't post them ever. <laughs> it's super weird. It's super weird. Uh, Mel has another question about Dammit Matthew. Um, why is Maury so scared to call Dammit Matthew on the show? Have you not listened to the show? <laughs> yeah, because I think it's because Dammit Matthew is just always busy. You don't know how busy I am, right? <laughs> like he's one of those guys, right? No, but I also I also open up and say a lot of things that I think Matthew would find like very inappropriate. Not if, funny. Yeah, if, if yeah. he knew. Like what was the last thing you think that he would get like super pissed at? No, it's just anytime you start bringing up like walking in a morning when he's on grinder and stuff like that. <laughs> I was going to say like uh, talking about hot George from the gym. Yes, right. Talking about hot oh, George man. from the gym. It was so awkward once when, uh, when my two worlds collided when i was with matthew at a grocery store and hot george was also there and i had to introduce the two of them but that shouldn't be awkward yeah. though <laughs> it's not you're cheating <laughs> yeah you're not introducing like, matthew to your side piece yeah but this is the guy but but instead because maury just like flirts with hot george from the gym over uh over dms and so it's it's not awkward because hot george likes you it's awkward because you feel embarrassed out of all the things that you've written hot george and now you have to introduce hot george to your husband well, i was trying to like send messages through brainwaves to george saying please don't talk about the dms please don't talk about the oh DMs. Wow. wow you shouldn't have to have those thoughts and did george talk about the dms no no he's very professional yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's find out no what are you doing no oh. don't no 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 not today. Oh no. <laughs> no, I gotta what? Like, no, what do you don't what you can't do ears that. just turned red. Why are your ears so red? No, it's ringing. No, what are you doing? Yeah, we're just gonna ask him a question. We're just gonna ask him a question. No, I'm leaving the room. No, no, you sit right there. Don't worry, we're not gonna talk about like hot charge or any of that stuff. Don't worry about it. Not 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 out of the gate anyway. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Maury just took his glasses, took his glasses off. off. He's sweating. Maury's Maury's like a, like he's pulling on his ears like a child, like a nervous child. Or he's like pulling on his earlobes. Hello, you reached the voice. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, eh, Maury? Thank you, Jesus. This is why you put the Christmas tree up so early. <laughs> Your boy was so stressed. So stressed. <laughs> so stressed. All right. Uh, Leslie asks, what is your favorite soup to eat and what sides would you eat it with? Oh, historically, my favorite, um, my, my favorite soup growing up is no longer my favorite soup because I had it a couple of years ago and realized it was just dreck. What? Um, I used to love Campbell's tomato soup. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And a 
uh, tuna sandwich on the side, mm. or Campbell's or tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich that's on the, the side. That's the oh, true match. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right the. There. I used to love that a grilled cheese sandwich and a can of tomato oh. and a can of tomato soup. Um, now mm. I have if I tried because I was just like I, what, it was a couple of years ago. I, I had a cold or something like that. And I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go and get the thing that I loved when I was a kid, which is a can of tomato soup, and I'm gonna make a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna eat it. And I'm gonna love my life. Yeah. And I cracked open that can of tomato soup and I cooked it just the way that I used to i took one sip off a spoon and threw the whole thing in the garbage oh why what did it taste like sweet oh really just sugar it tastes like ketchup and not what I remembered at all because I've had over the years really delicious tomato soup. Yeah. The way tomato soup is supposed to taste. Uh, and this was awful. Um, but uh, I do like, I like, a, I like a hearty chicken noodle still. I Ooh. like a potato leek sal- uh, soup. You ever had that? Um, I have. Not my favorite. No. Um, I do like clam chowder. You do? I yeah. love clam chowder. Wow, well. yeah. really? I really, really like clam chowder with some bread on the side. Interesting. Is that yeah. a soup, That's though? probably my favorite. Yeah, ch- yeah. Well, let's consider ch- we, we, yeah, yeah. chowder. We'll consider uh, a soup. Not going to consider stew to be a soup. And chili's not a soup. soup. Chili's no. definitely not and a soup. And also just straight up uh, chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Yeah. yeah. Now, what about- With butter toast on the side. Let me ask you this question, because we had this conversation not that long ago at the house. Um, chicken noodle soup, sometimes people put rice in it. I've had that. Do mm-hmm. you like it? I don't mind it. You don't mind Matthew it. Matthew does that. Like, preference would be without the rice. Yeah. If it's there, bonus. And then what kind of noodle is your favorite? Thick. Thick, like what kind? Like a like a macaroni noodle? Like a, yeah, 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 yeah. Or like a fettuccine like a straight, like noodle. A, like a pasta noodle. Like a pasta. A thick one, yeah. But, but okay, mm. so, so like a thick, flat one, like a linguine noodle? Similar. Broken up? Yes. Or or a uh, macaroni noodle where no, it's no, no, like no, the no, whole. No, like a linguine. Like a linguine yeah. noodle broken up. I like the okay. little orzos when we do it. Little what's, orzos. What's that? The tiny, tiny little they look dot like, um, pastas. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Because I, I don't want too much. I like there to be sort of some separation between my noodles, the, the broth, and the chicken. Right. I don't want it all together. Right. And then in my house when we do chicken noodle soup, there is the, because you have full control over it, you can put in what you want. Um, I am lucky. Lucky enough to live uh, with two uh, two people who are also celery haters. Oh, right? I can't tell you how much I despise celery. Yeah, so it never. So Ooh. I never put uh, I never put celery in the chicken noodle soup. But it works well in chicken noodle. No, soup. because no. it's disgusting. Celery is oh. so gross. I used it to eat celery everything. a lot. You did, huh? I did, and yeah. it was only recently. I don't know why, but it was only recently that I've had like just this hatred towards celery. My entire life, yeah. I've had celery with peanut butter. My entire life, really? Yeah, and then it was only within like the past like five years or so huh. I've developed this hate for celery. Huh. I like it with a little bit of mayonnaise down the slit. Uh, uh, that's so gross. First of all, that's, don't d- don't say that ever again. Yeah, that's not what it's called. Uh, no, it's <laughs> You're not. Disgusting. No. <laughs> just for that, I'm gonna call yeah. Matthew again. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, yeah. And just Can play I? that one part for him yeah. over and over and over again. <laughs> mayonnaise in the slit. Yeah, I like, yeah. like a little mayonnaise <laughs> in the slit. All right, all that's right. it. I'm Hold done. On, I'm gonna tell you my soup. What? The Portuguese called verde. We got to give that a mention. What is it? What is it? So, uh, well, also I was gonna say matzo ball soup, but called verde is collard greens. Um, potato, rutabaga, and sliced up chorizo sausage. Yeah. This is what you serve at Portuguese weddings and stuff. Right. But if you have that on like a hot winter, it's the best. Soup. Really? It sounds gross to me. No, it sounds, it sounds, like too much. It sounds, sounds slimy. 
No, it's really good. Now, yeah. Is that the one? Do you put mayonnaise in the slit? <laughs> 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 All right, hit us up on uh, Instagram. Uh, every week you'll see us post a picture that reads Ask Razamoka. This is where we get the questions from, and uh, we'll get one of you to ask your question to us on the phone. Thank you very much. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.